0: Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate.
1: And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back.
0: Today, you'll learn about how spider and silkworm silk is being used to repair injured nerves, about a simple trick backed by science to get your kids to eat their vegetables, And about a new study on third trimester ultrasounds and healthier babies.
1: Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. A new study has shown that damaged nerves can potentially be repaired using spider webs. Sort of.
0: Okay, does this mean the whole Spider-Man universe thing is really like a documentary series? (laughs)
1: I mean, nice try. We're not going to be, like, swinging our way through cities on spider webs anytime soon, but this is actually pretty amazing. See, our nerves are the unsung heroes of just about everything we do. They are the information superhighway between our brains and the rest of our bodies.
0: Right, and nerve damage can be hugely debilitating, right?
1: Absolutely. When our brains want our legs to move, it sends a message through our nerves. And when we step on a splinter, our nerves tell our brain just how bad it hurts. So a nerve injury can cause paralysis, numbness, pain, all kinds of problems.
0: So where do the spider webs come in? And do doctors just inject tiny spiders into your body and let them do the work?
1: Thank you for that nightmare fuel. Mm -hmm. No, that Mm. would be horrific, but... (laughs) There are already some ways to repair injured nerves. One of the most important ways is to simply attach a tiny tube to both ends of a damaged nerve. The nerve fibers are meant to then use the tube as a sort of guide for regrowth, and that works for the most part, but only across very short distances.
0: Ah, So say you have a fairly major nerve injury that won't work
1: not with traditional materials, so researchers at Oxford and MedUni Vienna built a new kind of tube. The tube itself is made from silk from a silkworm, and the inside is stuffed with silk fibers from golden orb web spiders.
0: Let me stop you there and ask, why? What made them think of spider silk?
1: Brilliant question, Dr. Nate. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you, thank Uh
1: you. Yeah. So spider silk is actually kind of a miracle material. First of all, it's easy to produce and incredibly abundant. A single orb-web spider can produce enough silk for a 10-millimeter tube. Now, imagine a whole laboratory just filled with spiders.
0: Um, no, I would rather not. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs>
1: okay, fair enough. But that's not all. Their silk also degrades naturally over time, and immune systems don't seem to mind it being there, which means you can graft it onto damaged nerves without much fear of side effects. And there's an even bigger advantage.
0: Uh, it creates spidey sense.
1: You are really stuck on this whole Into the Spider-Verse thing, but uh, no. (laughs) It turns out nerve fibers love this stuff. When used in rats with cut sciatic nerves, the nerve fibers grew back at over one millimeter per day, which might not sound like a lot, but it's actually really fast. It gives researchers hope that this treatment can be used to repair severe nerve damage.
0: Is it possible this could be a treatment for spinal injuries?
1: Well, it's too soon to tell, but researchers believe these silks could actually help large nerve gaps close up. And before now, that's only been possible by grafting on nerves that have been cut out of other parts of the body, and that means long, difficult operations.
0: Mm, but this new method actually trains the nerve to regrow.
1: Exactly, and that creates a whole web of possibilities.
0: Oh boy. Okay. You're welcome. When you were a kid, did you, like, always eat your vegetables at dinner?
1: Of course I did. I was the perfect angel. I still am, but that's beside the point.
0: Mm -hmm. Even your lima beans?
1: Gross. I mean, of course.
0: Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, in a new randomized clinical trial of 50 sets of parents and kids, researchers found a very simple way to get kids to eat more fruits and vegetables.
1: Uh, They covered them in cupcake frosting.
0: (laughs) Mm, Not sure that would help. (laughs) Believe it or not, it was simpler than that. The secret was just to make dinner last longer.
1: Wait, what? That's it?
0: That's it. The study, which was published in the journal JAMA Network, was conducted in a family meal laboratory in Berlin.
1: Okay, back up. Family meal laboratory. That's a real thing?
0: Apparently so. Okay. And in the study, kids ate meals with the parent who was usually in charge of the cooking and meal prep in their house.
1: I mean, I hate to be that person, but I think we all know which parent that is.
0: Hey, Dads can feed their kids too, but yeah, most of the parents in the study were moms. Anyway, they had them eat a meal for as long as it usually took them to eat their meals. But for another meal, they were told to linger a bit.
1: How much longer did that meal last?
0: On average, about 10 minutes longer, but the rule was 50% longer. So if dinner usually lasts 20 minutes, the longer dinner took 30 minutes, which isn't a ton of extra time.
1: Uh, Unless you have an antsy kid who hates vegetables.
0: Here's the thing. They found that the longer meal time resulted in significantly more fruits and vegetables eaten by the kids. And that's more important than it might sound. Kids who don't eat enough fruits or vegetables, or who eat too much processed food, are at higher risk for chronic diseases. And learning healthy eating habits as kids will shape the way we eat our entire lives.
1: But, I mean, didn't the kids just take the extra time to eat more of everything? If they had Skittles on their plate, wouldn't they have eaten more of those?
0: (laughs) For sure, healthy foods need to be available if you want your kids to eat them. But check this out. The extra time didn't lead to the kids eating more of any other foods, just fruits and vegetables. No way. Yeah, and that's the coolest thing about this and what gets researchers all excited. Simple, easy tweaks to our everyday routines can actually have huge lasting impacts.
1: So did the study say anything about my cupcake frosting idea? (laughs)
0: No, sadly, they they did look at every other detail, the weight of the grapes served, the amount of sweetened beverages in the glasses, and even the tone and topics of the conversation between parent and child. But I can go out on a limb and say covering your kids' vegetables in frosting is not advisable. (sighs) Fine.
1: What is something that makes people wildly excited, but also massively anxious? You can plan for it for the better part of a year, but still not be prepared when it happens. It causes incredible joy, but also immense pain.
0: Waiting online for Taylor Swift tickets.
1: (laughs) Okay, yes, waiting for Taylor ticks is all of those things, but I'm talking about childbirth.
0: Oh, that makes way more sense, actually, yeah.
1: Yeah, and there are a million things that soon-to-be parents have to be anxious about. Childbirth itself is no picnic. Will the baby be healthy? Will the parents be ready when it happens?
0: Not to mention all the gear you have to buy.
1: Uh-huh. Leave it to you to think about the gear.
0: It's kind of my thing.
1: hmm Well, a new study is showing that a very simple intervention can help alleviate at least one surprise in childbirth. Breach birth.
0: And that's when the baby is, like, pointed the wrong direction, right?
1: Yeah, that, that's one way to put it. Um, So in a typical birth, the baby's head is aimed downward and emerges from the mother first. And that's actually hugely important because it's the biggest part of the baby and the most difficult to deliver. But once the head emerges, the rest is relatively easy.
0: Relatively does seem like a very key word here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So when a mom goes into labor and the baby is in breech position, that is, it's teensy little butt is first, delivery can be incredibly dangerous. The feet and butt aren't delivered as easily that way, and when they come first, the head can get stuck in the birth canal. That can spell catastrophe for the baby and the mom.
0: So tell me about this study that eliminates breech birth.
1: Okay, well, here's the thing. Their findings don't eliminate breech birth. It eliminates the surprise of breech birth, and that's a huge and important difference because the biggest danger of breech presentation is literally being surprised by it.
0: Got it. So If you know that the baby is in the breech position, you can prepare for that?
1: Exactly. The study, published in PLOS Medicine, found that something as simple as a third trimester ultrasound can decrease undiagnosed instances of breech presentation by 12 to 13%. That might not sound like a lot, but it ultimately leads to healthier outcomes for moms and their babies, so every little bit is significant.
0: Isn't there another way to check the position of the baby?
1: Yeah, uh, cervical exams and something called the Leopold Maneuver can take a pretty good assessment, but it's not perfect, which explains why an ultrasound in the final weeks of pregnancy has such a positive effect.
0: So don't moms already get ultrasounds?
1: Yeah, but not necessarily in the third trimester. Why not? Um, Because doctors haven't been convinced that the benefit is worth the cost, but the researchers behind this study are suggesting that it could be totally worthwhile and that healthcare providers should consider changing their policies so that moms have access to ultrasounds that could potentially save their lives.
0: What are the downsides? It just seems like an obvious thing to do.
1: I mean, it seems that way, but it's not a slam dunk. Researchers want to further study the costs and the benefits just to make sure.
0: That sounds like a totally worthwhile thing to study, but... You know what I can't figure out? What's that? We can make childbirth safer, but we can't figure out a better way to buy Taylor Swift tickets.
1: You know, I didn't realize you were a Swifty.
0: Uh, I'm just concerned about the kids, you know? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh, sure. It's for the kids. (laughs) Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up.
1: Silk from silkworms and spiders were used to create tubes that reconnected severed nerves, which allowed the nerve fibers to quickly regrow, which could lead to a revolutionary new treatment for significant nerve injuries.
0: Researchers found that simply making dinner time last about 50% longer than usual got kids to eat significantly more fruits and vegetables.
1: A study in the UK found that administering ultrasounds to pregnant women in their third trimester led to fewer undiagnosed instances of breached positioning and better outcomes for moms and their new babies.
0: Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery.
1: You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.